0: You're
1: live. You're listening to the podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. I said
0: hey.
1: Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. I said hey. Hey. Welcome to the
0: Man
1: Cave Happy Hour. We're going to drink a fine whiskey and smoke a really
2: fine cigar it is time for happy hour it is the man cave happy hour whiskey cigar spirits stories that go along with it i'm jamie flanagan i am
3: matt fox 100 i've
2: said that a hundred times so far (laughs) yeah Yeah. we're
3: gonna be on for at least a hundred minutes tonight
2: That's that was the plan. Uh, So we're going to record for 100 minutes, which uh, I'm I'm big on math. That's about an hour 40. Yes, it's an hour 40. I'm big with my math, man. (laughs) I'm uh, I'm prepped for the night. But uh, uh, and so we wanted to do something special. We're like, what do we do for the 100th episode? Yeah. And I know I'm like, I'm going to go out and spend $100. (laughs) Well, because you can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to spend a hundred bucks. Um, and so it all stemmed from that. So um, I, I wanted, I came to uh, our friend, uh, Tony at the wine garden, which is where we're at right now. in in his private uh, bunker, it's, yes. it's, uh, when you walk into the party store, this ain't it. it there's a special office bunker <laughs> that uh, we're hidden in that he's graciously allowed us to uh, have our shenanigans in uh, several occasions. And uh, I was like, Tony, we're doing the hundredth episode. Can we do it from uh, the bunker? And he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. I go, I need a bottle. I go, I don't know what I want. I go, is a hunter proof or a hundred bucks uh-huh. or something special? I go, I don't think I get something a hundred years old. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like, well, let me see. He goes, I got something in the back. He goes, I'm pretty sure it's bottled in and bond. And, and over the course of a hundred episodes, we learned that bottled in bond. Yes. It, it is a hundred proof. It is a hundred proof. See, we've learned things. That's that was our mission that's, with I the think man cave happy I think That's hour. all I've
3: learned, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's about it. Yeah, really. uh, and the wood is important. Good night, that's, everybody. Uh, that's it. Man, <laughs> so he came out of the back room and he goes, "Yeah, it was bottled in bond." He goes, "I'll give it to you for a hundred bucks," uh, and it's a bottle of Old Fitzgerald uh, for the nine years. Two years ago, it's the nine yeah. year. These things are going on the aftermarket. Uh, yeah, they're for a crap ton for like 500 bucks. People, <laughs> people pay like lots of money for the old and he, he sold it to it. So we're going to, we're uh, later on, we'll get in and we'll dive into the profile and, and mm-hmm. all that on the old fits. Absolutely. But uh, the other thing we wanted to do was, uh, talk to some people and have some friends along for, for the ride because we've met like so many interesting and cool people over the last hundred episodes. We have, we, we have
3: really engaged mm. the industry. Quite a bit. Yeah. And we've we've met folks in the bourbon industry, in yeah. the vodka industry, in the gin industry, in the podcast industry, That's even, it. right? That's and it. we wanted to bring some folks in and say thank you for the support of the Man Cave Happy Hour.
2: And we got people rolling in uh to, to join us already. Yeah. Um in, in in the bunker with us uh from Zim's vodka. Bruce, yes, uh, we got a microphone and yeah. headphones over there really? for you. You can hear what's going on if you wanted to hang out with that. <laughs> Uh, And ultimately, there would be a camera on you. Um, Ultimately, yes. So, um,
4: I've got a face for podcasts. You
2: do, you do. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) Sam, if you can uh, start bringing some folks back in, we're going to start with uh, Abby and Elena, uh, our
3: friends. Down in Missouri. Yeah. Over by
2: Hi. the park there. Yes. Urban and Blondes.
3: Urban and Blondes. are How's it going? It. Once again, thank you for uh, coming back and spending a few moments with us.
5: Well, you know, you guys just have to ask. We love hanging out with you.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, thanks for being here. And uh, we're going to do that. We're going to, this, this could get ugly. I better call an Uber now. Um, <laughs> I'm cracking this bad boy. We'll talk about what is in the profile and all that later. I but, know when uh, you guys
5: said that's what you're drinking tonight, I just kind of sat there and looked at the email like, wow, I'm extremely that jealous. Of that. Yeah. It's
3: just like it's the gorgeous. There's a reason for the decanter, and it's actually the decanter style is actually in honor of John E. Fitzgerald himself. Uh, so that's why they that's why they decided to do the ornate decanter version uh, bottle for the old Fitzgerald nine year yeah. bottle in Bond is in honoring John E. Fitzgerald himself. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. What's that?
5: I love it. That's so cute. Yeah,
3: yeah. So yeah, Jamie just cracked it Cracked it open and he's sharing around the table Right now, so uh, honestly Elena, Abby, tell tell us What's happening with Bourbon and Blondes, I think you guys Just went down to Kentucky not too long ago Am I correct in that?
5: Yeah, we yeah. sure Did, Um, it was wild We,
6: sur- we survived it this time <laughs>
3: <laughs> You didn't Survive it before?
6: <laughs> uh, well, we left with more injuries The last time, or at least mm-hmm. I did So, um, but no, yeah, it was, it was a, a great time, we have a, a friend um who lives and works in Louisville and her boyfriend has an Airbnb. So we were able to uh we were able to stay at that. We went to the bar at Willet. Um we went down to Limestone Branch, hung out with uh Stephen Fonte, which is always an experience in itself. Um and <laughs> he's hilarious. He's he has his whole like
5: tour guide personality and he just gets going. And if you try and interrupt him with a question, you can't. Like he's just like on a roll and on a roll. And he's got all of these tricks. And he does this weird thing with a Glencairn glass where he like pours it in and then knocks it over and rolls it around and spills absolutely no whiskey. And you're like, how how did that, how does that
3: not how does that happen? How do do it's that? apparently
5: the intent behind the design of the glass is so that if it does tip over and it's poured to the right level, you don't spill.
0: Ah that that's context. very
5: special
3: for a person like me. Matt spilled one earlier <laughs> while we were setting up. No, I didn't. Can't prove it
0: because <laughs> it up. up. Yeah,
2: it's cleaned up. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's smelling yummy in yeah. here. Uh, so we want to we want to do a little toast. Um, we we get some stuff in the in the glass. So we got a couple other people hanging out in yes. the room, and we're going to bring them in. Um, we're pouring our own drinks, but whenever we do something special with cocktails, uh, we have Tara. She comes in and uh, she's our, our our favorite bartender. Uh, cocktail maker I guess mixologist is kind of a a, not a not a great word Tara thanks for being with us you've been on four or five times making cocktails for us Mm -hmm. uh, and we appreciate you so much and thanks for for being a special part uh, of the first hundred and uh, you'll be pouring more before we're done
7: (laughs) I I I always end up very intoxicated with you every time
2: and then episode 100 right Uh, we got a friend who did 30 years, hard time,
3: 30 years of hard time, 30 years, hard time. Radio
2: uh, it was a
3: short, it was of, called of major, years.
2: major market radio. Uh, our friend Greg Ganip, uh, mm-hmm. formerly of, uh, a Canadian cluster of radio stations. Uh, it, well it was 89 X, uh, in the, in the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it actually 89 X, uh, broadcast out of the building with, uh, what's, uh, it, it was CKLW. Ah. um and and uh, CKWW CKLW uh and anybody who knows anything about uh, radio history mm-hmm. um CKLW in Detroit shaped music it really did uh, the, the people that left CKLW they went and they started MTV that's uh, right that's you right you know their programming ideas is what they launched MTV with seriously yeah oh yeah 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 is yeah, that yeah, there were people from CKLW serious? that launched MTV yeah. so huh. oh, the world good you're welcome (laughs) and greg Ganip uh worked there for 30 years gnip uh thanks for being with us he's been on the man cave a couple of times uh as well so Ganip, thanks for hanging out with the buddy he's a little laggy so uh he's just our fuzzy friend in the corner he's like our cat (laughs) so we'll just pet greg every once in a while
3: oh we love greg (laughs) and uh
2: he's like our, our favorite little cat um, so we'll, we'll pet him, but, uh, I think everybody has something in, in their glass. So we're going to do a, a, a little toast here, yep. uh, with this bourbon and our bourbon and blondes and our favorite bartender, uh, our favorite Zim's connection. Uh, and he, here's to hundred and hundred more. Cheers. Guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank Great you. Guys. Job.
3: Excellent. So I got I got to share with that uh, with you, Jamie. That yeah. th- there was one episode that we did. Yes. And we you, we connected with uh, a gentleman by the name of Adam von Gutkin. Oh yes, right. And we learned the story about High Clear Castle Gin, and this yes. was right right when the pandemic started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we this actually one of our first remote ones. Yeah. Absolutely, it was. So we have the pleasure of Adam joining us again tonight to say hi, and we're going to get an update from Adam. So, Mr. Von. And welcome back to the Man Cave Happy Hour. It is such a pleasure to see you.
8: God, Jamie, great to see you guys.
2: Yeah. We're back. Adam, so um, well, the, the, the first thing always, you're, the set where you're at. <laughs> I always <laughs> love your backdrop. I always love your background. You get going. Uh, it's brilliant. Um, and it, it's very fitting uh, for the very, I would regal be the right word. Yes, yeah, uh, I would say regal yeah. of High Clear <laughs> Castle. Um, from the bottle. Down to the taste uh, huh. and everything in between—it's—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, uh, it's, it's masterful. Yeah, it really.
3: Thank you for that backdrop, honestly. <laughs> we
8: call the adventurers lounge. Yeah, it's, it's a little—it's a little spot in our office where we can enjoy some cigars and have a drink, and and it's um this is like my go-to chair. So it's a it's a it's a fun relaxing spot to kind of think and talk with friends and and uh, have ideas and 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 hang out with with fine people like you guys. Thank
3: you. Appreciate I appreciate that.
2: I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, there's a big buzz, uh, and, and I'm sure it gives you guys a good push, mm-hmm. uh, with Downton Abbey um, yeah. 2. Uh, yes. So is it just starting production? Is just
8: starting production? I believe I believe filming started last week at the castle.
2: Okay. And, um, Boy, that's – Because uh, you, you guys have been doing some great stuff. Lord and Lady Carnarvon um, are the current residents of uh, the Highclere Castle. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing, since the pandemic, you guys have been doing some wonderful things. It all started with us uh, and our first broadcast with you. And then the Lord and Lady were like, hey, we should do more of those. I'm oh, teasing. <laughs> I don't know if with us or not. But um, they started doing these wonderful cocktail parties in the library and in the fireplace room and out in the gardens um, and having their butler um, uh, curate uh, the drinks and the cocktails. Uh, it, it's, been, it's been a pretty fabulous adventure to, to, to watch them to do that. Ooh.
8: Um, yeah, I mean, what else is on it, tap there at the castle? It, it's always neat to kind of, um, you know, the idea when the lockdown started was to kind of show everybody a bit of what life is really like behind the castle doors. And of course with Hiker Castle Gin being the liquefication of a couple hundred years of entertainment to the highest standards and kind of hosting many of the world's most interesting and famous people. We wanted to kind of bring that to life uh, and, and do it in a way that everyone could participate in. And so we started the virtual cocktail parties and it was, it, it was so cool for us to see because it was very organic. We just said, you know, we can't do anything right now. So let's start hosting Facebook and Instagram Lives. Mm-hmm. And within a matter of, you know, a couple of months, we had like 500,000 people from around the world tuning in. And it became the most watched um, virtual cocktail party, I, I believe, still. We hold the title in, in global history. And so it was, it was kind of fun to do that. Of course, there were Downton Abbey fans that wanted to see what – life at the castle was really like and kind of meet Lord and Lady Carnarvon. And of course mm-hmm. our gin fans and people that are just kind of and things. So it was, it was a really magnificent and wonderful way to welcome people to the castle, so to speak, that couldn't really travel.
0: That's and fantastic.
8: Uh, we, we still do it now and then. And it was, it was super fun.
3: Now, now Highclere Castle, gin, you guys have been having a banner year. You guys, you've garnered 25 international platinum and gold awards since you launched in 2019. And, um, 2021 is looking just as bright but where else uh, and i have the notes here but i I, i'm seeing where else have you guys expanded into and it's not just on the u.s side because michigan still remains your top market in the u.s but where else have you guys expanded into
8: well i have to correct you on one key please 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 now not 25 international awards we are now 26 as a
3: fantastic congratulations
8: (laughs) um yeah no it it has been a great year i mean you know the, the, the year, of course, has been challenging too with so many restaurants and our restaurant to our friends and partners having, having shut down and hotels and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are a featured spirit on Viking Cruise Line. It's wonderful to see the cruise line industry um, sailing once again. It's wonderful to see our restaurant partners around the world opening their doors back again to people dining inside and outside, mm-hmm. especially London, which is coming back uh, open now and in, in many markets around the United States. You know, we're, we're very excited about our expansion. We're, we're doing California now. Mm. We're doing uh, the beautiful island of Malta. Um, and we're in talks with some some distributors out in China and Hong Kong about an Asian um, expansion into in, into the exciting market that is Asia that is really now just discovering gin for the first time. So I think, you know, a stateside to, from stateside to the UK and Europe to Asia, I'm getting this sense that the world is coming back to life mm-hmm. and everybody's having fun with it and trying to kind of – I don't know. Celebrate and get back to the the. Listen, t- next year we enter the Roaring Twenties. It's it's a hundred years, <laughs> right? <laughs> it we, is we to be at the very head of that movement in all ways that are graceful and elegant and beautiful, and we, we we're doing that and playing our little part in the role.
3: Well, for them to be introduced to any type of gin in Asia, I think high clear is going to be the best thing that they're going to experience ever. <laughs> because yeah, you know, when we when we tried it for the first time, it it just it really, blew it yeah. blew us away. It oh, truly yeah. did. And the bottle itself is just an absolutely beautiful bottle. Let me yeah. I'm gonna grab and Renee oh, does yeah. an amazing packing job. Just gonna oh, say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Renee so it's,
2: it's not just packaged well, it's 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 uh, the confetti.
0: Hi. <laughs> They were complimenting the packaging.
2: Yes, it's uh, it's festive and safe, um, and, and it, it's all about the it's all about the. Oh, we got the. Hang on, one second there, Matt. Let me. There you go. There you go. There it
9: is. Right on. Yeah, that looks good.
8: Yeah, I mean, really, really embodies the. Um, yeah, exactly. Not, not not many people notice the barcode. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, just uh, amazing. Um, so lots of celebrations. Uh, lot, uh, we have a lot to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to celebrate today.
3: Congratulations on uh, on 26 international awards, there, uh, Adam.
8: Yeah, thanks. We were the we were the most awarded gin in the world last year, and I think I think that by the end of this year, I hope that we'll we'll earn the accolade. Of being able to say we're the most awarded gin in the world, period. Yeah. So uh so we're very excited. I mean, it was as you guys know, we talked about this last time. It was it was mm-hmm. five years of work to bring this brand to life. Yeah. And um, you know, obviously I couldn't have done it without Mortal Lady Kenarvin and the amazing team at the castle and and our amazing team here stateside, including Renee, mm-hmm. who live and breathe the brand every day. And from the botanicals in the field to the oldest distillery in England where we distill to the To the team on the ground that brings it to life. I mean, it's it's all about the people, right? And
0: that's
8: what Hikar represents too—the castle and the estate. It's all about the people that breathe life into it every day that makes it so beautiful.
3: Thank you for that. You know, and that's one of the things about the man cave, Jamie, mm-hmm. is that we, we. This is what it's all about. It's about learning about yeah. about brands. It's about not just the brands, but the individuals and the process that they go through to create a passion.
2: Because, Adam, we talk about you behind your back all the time <laughs> uh, in Highclere Castle. Because uh, on with us, uh, I don't know if you noticed, uh, we have some uh, some of our friends. You remember Tara? She was pouring the cocktails for us. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we have the ladies from... Uh, How are you? Blons. Uh, with us and, and when we were chatting it up with them we were telling them about mm-hmm. our two favorite uh, clear spirits um, mm-hmm. one being high clear castle gin uh, and the other one being Zim's vodka and we have Bruce Carroll with us uh, from Zim's vodka he's yeah. in the bunker with us we're in this fabulous bunker at the wine garden here in <laughs> st. Clair Shores Michigan oh, nice. um, thank you Tony for having us in, Thanks, in, Tony. Your, in your space but uh, Zim's vodka is another one of those it it, it just it's uh, its it, it's a special clear liquid. It's a, it's a special, it's a, it's a, it's unique to itself. Um, I haven't had a, I haven't had a gin like high clear castle gin. Uh, and I haven't had a vodka like Zim's vodka before. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a hard market to, 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 to break. Um, it's, what are you finding now that you guys are, are really rolling with uh, High Clear and you're getting this bump from the movie? Um, are you finding, what are you finding uh, success wise with people being accepting of your brand?
8: Well, you know, I, I think that, you know, Downton Abbey is a wonderful thing because it brought many people, 250 million fans from around the world into Highclere Castle and into kind of the culture and that time period and what, um, you know, and in many ways, what happens on English country estates even today. And it kind of brought that to life. It it brought people kind of to a place where they were intrigued by that time and place. And one of the things that I love about Highclere is that that Lord and Lady Carnarvon certainly protect those traditions today, and mm-hmm. the castles run very similarly. And and again, my inspiration in in the creation of this this, this spirit was to kind of celebrate that and and bring that to life. I th- I think that. You know, as, as people are, you know, the, the gin category is growing very rapidly. And I think you're seeing that, that, that people see that, you know, when I was young, my, my, my old aunt drank gin and tonic. And, you know, we all kind of have those stories of what gin was for us back back in the day, in college days and things like that, or, or grandma drank it or the aunt drank it. And I, I think what's exciting about the gin category is that people are finally discovering that it can be sophisticated. It's, it's incredibly sophisticated and nuanced in the botanicals and how it's presented in the cocktails that it does. I mean, I I love my vodka cocktails as well. And in my mind, there's very little that beats a nice dirty martini, and I can't wait to try this this vodka. Uh, but you know, but gin has a different thing. It has a different. Uh, it's a different song that it's singing, and it very much is about the botanicals and the oils from those botanicals, and how it brings that kind of terroir to life in the spirit, and how that adds a dimension to the cocktails. That's it's just it's very different, and I think that's something that people, especially younger people our discovering is a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm happy as I'm seeing that younger demographics and, and and folks are kind of exploring it and getting into it again. And certainly with mixologists and bartenders as well. Fair, very fair.
2: So, all right, Abby and Elena, you guys, uh, the, the bourbon and blondes, um, you know, like the parties happening uh, at Highclere castle. Part of what you guys do is curate parties and, 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 and tastings, um, are things picking back up for you? Are you are you able to do some face to face? How is how is uh, how is Missouri doing? Missouri
5: for you? is you know Missouri, and it's never going to change. But the good news is, Sunday this past Sunday was our first in person whiskey tasting, and it was a it was a really great event. We we did it at a park, and we had I don't know I think there were over fifty bottles of whiskey that we were all sampling from. Wow. Yeah, it was a it was. A, A wonderful world of whiskey was the theme of the event, and we had Japanese whiskey and Irish whiskey and bourbon and some Cafe Amaro from Jay Rieger out in Kansas City. And, you know, I think both Elena and I have high hopes that it is the first of very many in-person events to come.
10: Fair. Yes,
3: so yes. with the with the live events that you guys are going to be doing, what else is Bourbon and Blondes going to be looking for over the course of 2021? And how close are you getting to 100 episodes? If you're not over that already. <laughs>
6: We would have to
5: count how many published episodes we have. I
6: know. I think we're I think we're a little over half uh yeah. we we have about half of fifty. I you think we are fifty. Yeah, fifty <laughs> or sixty. Um, but we don't this keep year track. we just have a good time, you know. That's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. I know, you know, twenty twenty we had a hard time keeping track of anything. So
2: mm-hmm. uh, Yeah um, it's uh it's it's still March twenty twenty. It's like I don't know, March 732
0: or something like that. I remember,
3: you guys uh, you, you ladies had uh, mentioned that your first episode went like an hour and a half, almost two hours long. You something to that effect? Because yeah. you were having so much fun doing mm-hmm. it. <laughs> oh yeah.
6: That one yeah, we... isn't published. We yeah, <laughs> went, went, went unscripted and we realized very that quickly <laughs> that we needed to have bullets at least to stay oh, on yeah. track. A little guide.
0: Yes. But on, I
6: don't know. This year is exciting.
5: We're still kind of building out everything. We've got the season pretty much planned. It'll we've got we're going to start the season in May with an interview with the ladies from Trouble Bar, Louisville. And mm-hmm. that's an amazing place. They're amazing women. We love it. Yeah. Um, we're planning events now. We just did a Makers Private Select and we're going to have a big fundraiser. The proceeds are going back to women's charities in St. Louis in September. So, yeah, big things coming. We have no idea. We don't really have a plan, but we're, um, we're coming up with it. <laughs>
3: I do appreciate your work, you know, that you do, Thanks. because, you know, what this craft called podcasting, you know, it's all about just getting your voice out there. So thank mm-hmm. you for sharing your thoughts, your wisdom around bourbon and learning with everybody at the same time. And thank you yeah. for the support of the Man Cave Happy Hour at the same time. So yeah,
2: you guys are always you. chiming in when we're recording and <laughs> yeah. uh, we appreciate that. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's cool. It's always it's like, oh, hey, the girl said hi. It was like, <laughs> yay. Yeah. <laughs>
5: (laughs) we pop up when you least expect it i feel yeah yeah Yeah. that's our charm
2: (laughs) so tara uh you during the pandemic here in in, in the later part you helped curate uh a new menu right because you got to find something new to do because you can't go out and and spill drinks right now as 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 frequently as you could before um that's just my kooky way of saying bartend spill drinks so um you curated a, a a menu um what are you doing right now? And 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 uh, yeah, what are you doing right now? And how did that menu go? I should probably say that how that menu go and what are you doing
3: now? Well, Feeling chairs properly in the camera is that like backwards or you have a camera? Oh
7: yeah, it's my bar behind me. I
3: love that. I love that.
7: <laughs> um, so I'm actually getting ready to launch my website and relaunch my social media with all of my consulting and cocktail classes and um everything like that. So I'm still working to open the Windjammer out in Lexington by yeah. Iran. Um, and then I just signed a contract with EOS coffee and St. Clair shores. And we're going to do a line of healthy cocktails,
2: healthy cocktails. Healthy cocktails.
7: Healthy cocktails.
2: You got, you, you got me hooked. So what, uh, give me, give me the recipe on one, one vodka, healthy. Cocktail. Oh, well, <laughs> what, what, is, what is, what is, what is the healthiest spirit? What is the healthiest spirit?
7: So, I'm actually doing a whole, the whole menu is curated around fruits and vegetables and spices and all things that are good for your skin or good for your nails, good for your hair, good for focusing, weight loss, anything like that.
2: Wow because I can't focus right now. I'm asking like yeah. questions at a time. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm giddy. I'm just, I'm just giddy. I you just, should
5: I, be. This uh, is an exciting day for you guys. It, yeah. it is.
2: It really is.
3: So between, you know, between this, the clear liquids and those tend to be a little bit healthier than most. Do, yeah. Is, is that, would that be a proper uh, statement? All spirits spirit
8: very healthy. <laughs> All, each and every spirit. Initially, we
7: are going down like the mocktail kind of thing while he sorts out and gets a liquor license because they were cafes. So we're we're working into that, but starting with the cocktail menu I made, doing non alcoholic, and then once his liquor license is clear, we'll go from there.
3: Very I like nice. it. I like the mocktails. You very know, good. Jamie, we continue to have folks that have really supported uh, the Man Cave Happy Hour. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam, uh, you know, you have been absolutely gracious. And, and Renee, thank you for the bottle of High Highclere. That will definitely uh, be consumed over months and months to come. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm very excited. Just
8: Just one a, day. One day. <laughs> one, day? <laughs> one day? One day of opening. Yes, it's like a, one one day, a good It's shopping. all gone.
2: <laughs> I, could, I could derby, derby, derby days right around the corner, yeah, man. Right. Uh, it could go. So, you know, fast.
3: but, you know, thank you, guy. Thank you so much for allowing the man cave to come into Highclere Castle and, and really experience that. And, you know, the bourbon and blondes, Elena, Abbey. you you're you're so gracious and we truly appreciate your partnership at the same time so thank you both uh, yeah we appreciate to, you to guys. The two of you thank you i know you guys. have other things to do you're 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 busy ladies and we want to make sure that you uh, get some time back in your days right thank
0: you so guys oh, Well, you guys, guys can coming. loiter as long as you yeah, want Yeah, stay in we might hang
5: out for a minute you might <laughs> so, not be able to get rid of us that easy because
2: bourbon <laughs> bourbon and blondes um you know we, we we're excited to have you on but uh, we were having like a ladies night because uh, it was like the man cave happy hour. We were doing the man cave happy hour like men, 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 men. And, you know, and, and people I'm like, no, no, it's a podcast for everybody. It really right? Is. It really and, is. And so we wanted to we wanted to make it a podcast and we wanted to reach out to, to the ladies. And I was like doing a little searching around the Internet mm-hmm. and, and I came across a book. I don't know, uh, Elena, Abby, have you heard of a book called Talk Bourbon to Me?
5: I don't think so. There's a club.
2: There's a, a club. There's a, a group on Facebook. Uh, there's a, a site on Facebook, and then uh, it's it's a series of two or three books, uh, written by Beth Underwood, and oh, uh, Beth nice. had, had written uh, these books. Beth, uh, welcome back to the man cave. We haven't uh, seen you in in, in, a, in a while. And we just lost her. <laughs>
3: yeah, she just disappeared. <laughs> Came
2: left. She was there for a second. She'll the, come back. Yeah. Blame it on the Internet. Blame yeah. it on the Internet. <laughs> uh, Beth Underwood wrote uh, a book called Talk Bourbon to Me. Uh, she's an author. She's written uh, several things. Yes. Uh, but uh, she's telling these great bourbon stories um and and she turned us on to another group of folks because she got really busy last year before the pandemic she had a, a son who was a senior in high school correct and uh i teach high school mm-hmm. so i know how crazy senior is senior year is for parents so beth was like i don't have time to to to, to <laughs> screw around with you goofballs <laughs> yeah. uh we have some other friends that uh you should talk to uh the, who are awesome the kentucky bourbon boys so beth had hooked us up with the uh, Kentucky bourbon boys. Yes. Um, there they are. Hey. 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 See if welcome. 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 Cool. Hey. Good to see you Cheers. all. Um, we're Cheers. We're glad you guys you. Oh. Are, are here with us. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Beth connected us. Um, Beth connected us with uh, the Kentucky bourbon boys. And you guys do curated tours uh, around Kentucky. Uh, it's just simply, simply uh, amazing. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you guys, I've, I've been watching your Facebook page and, and you're back on the road, um, getting out there and, and dealing with people.
11: We um, are and happy, happy to be. So we were all kind of chomping at the bit to get back out there and we're still waiting for you guys to come. Yeah, with us. We're going to continue to bug you every time we see you.
3: We're so, we're, it's such, we, we, yeah, we, we've, we've talked about it. How many times? Uh, <laughs>
2: I I'm, I I'm well, I shouldn't say it, but I, I drove by because uh, over spring break uh, we went down and the plan was to stop in and see you guys on our way home and spend a couple of days. But uh, my mom's 90. Um, and uh, so we were down in Florida and my wife and I were like, ah, we're staying here with mom. I'll the Kentucky Bird Boys. They'll be there. Right. Talked they'll, they'll be there. Um, so <laughs> we, 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 we spent a, an, an extra two days with, with mom down in Florida. Uh, yes. But I felt so bad driving through Kentucky. I'm like, they're going to see me and they're going to be mad because I didn't stop. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. we, we enjoyed <laughs>
9: spending some time with your mom on that one podcast. Yes. Yeah. So You got it. You right got it. Yeah. You
2: only got one mother, right? So yeah. you got to you gotta spend time with her. So, so, so this is Laura.
9: She's uh, the chief wrangler of the Bourbon Boys. And in fact, uh, she gets the credit for naming us because ah. we uh, she drove one day with nine guys who didn't know anything about bourbon, and <laughs> she could keep us all in line all day, and no matter how much bourbon we ingested,
0: mm-hmm. and
9: uh, called us the Kentucky Bourbon Boys that day. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that all came from, and that and it's certainly stuck. Yep. Um, so you were talking about us being back and. And we're not only back, but we picked the door down and it's just, uh, <laughs> the windows are blown out and everything's running on full tilt. Yep. Um, Turning people
11: away for dates. We've got, we're blocked out pretty much through July. Right now we're full up. So everybody wants to get back out there.
2: That's so fantastic. are the things is pretty much everybody open but just that a, a more limited capacity and a more regimented well,
9: scheduled capacity they've they've been uh, varied and so some people were a little more liberal than others when they reopened and some are still going very slow uh, but for the most part, everybody's open other than jim Beam. but they're they're doing major construction, it's gonna be a good while before they're open again. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things being built there. But Heaven Hill's <laughs> open
11: through their construction, so it yeah. just kinda of depends on the yeah. on the place.
9: Sure. Otherwise, pretty much everybody is up and doing at least tastings. And a mm-hmm. lot of them are doing tours and tastings. And then just recent just at the beginning of April, a lot of them expanded the number of people they would allow on mm-hmm. a tour. So we're starting to see a loosening and Kentucky's numbers are really good, too, with COVID, uh, very low, lots of people vaccinated, um, hospitalization rates down to almost nothing. So things things are good here as far as how that's all being managed.
2: Wow. That, that is good news. That I, is very I've good been, news. So if, if we come down uh, and we need to, to stay someplace, um, it, it, do, should we stay in Louisville proper, or is it uh, is there is there a town? Is there someplace that we should shoot for? Um, and is that something if we called you? Because my wife was like, "Well, you want to? You got this harebrained idea? You want to go see your Kentucky bourbon boyfriends? <laughs> whatever." And uh, and uh, I'm like, "Yes, I do." She goes, "Well, where are we gonna stay? What city?" I'm like, "I'll, I'll call him. I'll find out." But then we decided to, stay, so I didn't call you. But so uh, that was that would have been my question for you. Uh, do you help find uh, lodging? Um, and is it Louisville? Proper, or is it uh, what city would you recommend?
0: Yeah,
11: we recommend Louisville just because I mean, we're partial, we're from here. Um, but we've been known to pick up in Bargstown Um, we'll pick up occasionally in Lexington. Bargstown obviously, if you're a huge bourbon fan, you're going to want to go there Fair and um, see all the sites there kind of when you're not touring. But there's also a little bit more to do in Louisville, and we have a lot of connections here, um, with Airbnbs and hotels. Um, hotels. We work with Distill downtown and um, can get some decent rates for some people at a couple places. So we definitely try to be like a full service in that way of like with recommendations and we don't, we don't want to just be about the bourbon. We want to be about like Kentucky. So we any want you to have a blast yeah. while you're here. Right. So like yeah. if that's finding a place, if that's suggesting
9: where to go to brunch, whatever, that's what we're going to do. Are
3: there any uh, popular cigar lounges that you would recommend for, for certain folks?
9: Well, there's Kramer's here in Louisville. Uh, it's, it's east of east end of downtown and it's Kramer's smoke shop. Uh, and then there's across the river, there's this, a uh, walking bridge that was uh, built, or actually it was there, but they fixed it up very nicely. And people walk on a nice day or evening to the other side, to Indiana. And there's a bourbon and cigar bar over there called Match. Hmm. And uh, you can go in there and they have events. And there's a lot of food and ice cream places over there. Uh, plenty of things to do, but a beautiful walk in and in a great view of the city mm-hmm. and the waterfront uh when you do that but the, you know the non-smoking thing is pretty stringent around here and it's pretty limited where you can actually go and smoke a cigar but we there's one distillery we can take you to where they don't care and usually you walk in there and there they might be smoking a cigar or drinking a bud light and you can do the same and, <laughs> nice
3: and yeah, one of our claims to fame over the past 100 episodes is that we actually got to adopt a godfather <laughs>
2: yeah we uh we have an adopted godfather we
3: have an adopted godfather <laughs> and he actually joined us this evening because he's been on a few shows with us as well yes right and he was actually with us at zim's vodka uh, down at la casa cigars in downtown detroit and paul camilleri joined the uh stream and the podcast tonight too so paul welcome back to the man
12: cave hey congratulations and- to see you guys in your 100th episode thank, you. That, thank yeah. you congratulations
2: so, uh, Cigar Smokers of Michigan is uh, the group that you're part of on Facebook. Um, how, did, I think you guys just passed a milestone uh, of membership, did you not? Mm-hmm.
12: I believe we passed 2,900 members. Yay. Approaching three grand. So, yeah. yeah I'm very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic.
3: Yeah. So let them know about your let your members know about the Kentucky Bourbon Boys down in Louisville because they they're going to want to smoke a cigar. They're going to go on a tour and they can contact Kentucky Bourbon Boys for that curated tour itself.
12: Yeah, and the nice thing is we do have a lot of members uh, in our group that are big bourbon drinkers. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that would go a long way.
11: Yeah, they seem to go hand in hand. <laughs>
12: Love it. They they will be they will be tonight. We See, will be the man
3: cave bringing people together. Jamie, <laughs> That is. That's, uh, I love it. it. Hundred episodes, but we did it. We did it. It's
5: amazing. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, oh, so the, the the Kentucky Bourbon Boys um, is that just the website? What's the what's the website to get a hold of you
11: guys? www
2: perfect and uh so and again you guys really can be or should be somebody's first call if they're trying to head down there and do uh the bourbon trail because it's like you're not the afterthought okay once we got our accommodations and once we got this set up uh and our dinner reservations then we'll call them um actually you probably are it would be it'd be wise to 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 include you earlier in the process because you can really help guide people even to those other ancillary things of where the go-kart track is.
11: (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, so it's funny to say that because we actually got a review on TripAdvisor a couple weeks ago and um, Mm -hmm. dad wouldn't tell the story, so I'll tell it on him, but he spent time on the phone with them and told them recommendations and stuff. And they wanted a date that we had already closed And he was like, you should stay here. You should go here. You should eat here. You should do this. And the dude wrote a review for us and was like, I'm going to book with them next time because he was so cool and had so many recommendations about things other than a bourbon tour. And we couldn't book with them, but we're going to next time. So
3: that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We just like
9: to help people out, you know, when they're traveling, you you know, when you travel, you want to know what are the places you ought to go that maybe are not the the main tourist things that mm-hmm. you see everywhere. But, you know, where on the beat off the beaten path do you, should you go and what's out there that you're not going to know about. Yeah. Right. So we just try to do that to make sure people have the best experience possible. Mm-hmm.
5: I know I'll be calling you guys next time we go because we <laughs> have a friend who just opened an Airbnb. But the other kind of recommendations, restaurants, like where to go, what distilleries to even for a ride i might be calling you guys because those are important <laughs> i love this i That's had sweet. no
11: idea so this we is want great we so
9: let well, us know and we just yeah. uh, we moved into number 1 on trip just last week so we, oh,
11: congrats.
5: We
9: awesome they're loving their experiences and it's and it's all about providing that full uh, well-rounded uh, experience they're going to go home and talk about oh, okay. and exactly. or, so that, Great. you know, we enjoy having people here and we get to know them all about their families. Well, we've had everything from crawfish farmers to spy plane pilots in the van with us. So it's just <laughs> really thing to hear people's stories and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and share a fun day with them.
0: That's
11: another episode of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Very fair. We, we can't wait to have you come back in and share that story. <laughs> we love well, that's That's the whole thing, man. We just uh,
2: we like to have a little bourbon. Uh, find out about something new and then, you know, just uh, hear those stories. It's just right. the amazing.
3: And then make fun of it later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
9: <laughs> sorry, <absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what bourbon are you drinking tonight?
2: So uh, Tony uh, here at the Wine Garden uh, in St. Clair Shores, where we got this, uh, he I told him I wanted something special for the 100th episode. I said, I don't know. I don't want to spend 100 bucks or something 100 proof. He goes, I got something 100 proof. And he brought out uh, a bottle of Old Fitzgerald for me.
0: Uh, no, okay.
2: and uh and he sold it to me for 100 bucks which is uh you know because uh, on the on the secondary it's going for like a lot more than 100 bucks and uh so he's like super generous and he let us use his, his place uh and i'm drinking way too much of this because <laughs> i promised a couple of pours for a couple of my fraternity brothers i posted it after i got it and uh they're they're like dude we got to try that <laughs> so anyway um but yeah so we're we're doing the old the old Fitzgerald um nine nine year it's the nine year
3: yep nine yeah, years. The, it's the nine year, year it is the and bond
2: from two years ago uh, not last summer the summer before correct no so I guess that makes a difference too mm-hmm.
3: the, the, the difference so uh, I I I believe Greg Nip actually was able to uh join us Greg how are you sir we still got a little laggy there.
4: <laughs> Darn, another, See, it is another country, man. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. Our, See, it's an
3: international podcast, I gotta tell you. <laughs> it is.
2: We've gone international today, we really have. Um, with Greg, yeah, with Greg. Greg, he's been in studio, he's never been, uh, he hasn't zoomed. No, he has enough. not.
3: Yeah, we've had him in the studio down at the uh, at the studio downtown at the uh, Detroit Shipping Company. At the one point in time, if All I remember right. correctly. Yeah. Anyways.
2: So, Paul, we're drinking Old Fitzgerald. Uh, what would you pair cigar-wise with uh, the, a, a, a bourbon, a nine-year bourbon, to Hutter Proof?
12: Oh, see, when I, when I go something like that, I'm going to go with one of my more expensive cigars. Um, so I'm looking at Arturo Fuente, Eye of the Shark. Um, gee, what else do I have that's up there?
0: Mm-hmm.
12: Uh, maybe an H. Upman. um anniversary um you can't go wrong with padrone No, i'm probably going to go higher end
2: huh. i like those we got a couple I of like sticks those. in the bag matt brought a couple of uh, sticks that i don't know if we'll get to them or not well, I, eventually <laughs> but, uh, yeah <laughs> Who knows? so before before we're done we'll be we'll be doing the doing the cigars too can it for you there oh he's Gnip and He just launched a, a new podcast himself. Um, I don't know if this is a very, very regional thing, but he was... I'm trying, trying. How are you? Hey, there he Greg. Is. <laughs> Greg Gnip, uh, 30 years Detroit radio and uh, a, a dear, dear friend of mine for uh, all pretty much all those years. I, I met you just as you were getting started it was you and the d-man in that closet uh, overnight and i was coming over in, in the morning and interning for uh, mike harrison and you you and the d-man were doing those overnights uh just playing us <laughs> wow. play, they were in there playing a stack of whatever the hell they wanted all night long those two guys they were characters man they were just tearing up the airwaves uh, and he's been doing it ever since a good 30 years there and uh we've been we've been pretty dear friends for about uh, 25 years and yeah. uh we appreciate you taking some time and stutter stepping through he but he just launched a, a podcast <laughs> called get it get it's like G N Y P G N O P, like the game yeah. but uh they, they just kind of talk about food and politics and fun and music and but they have a guest coming up on his, on his podcast the guy from uh, the pursuit of happiness the the singer from the pursuit of happiness and i don't know if it, again it's detroit radio is so weird because we were so heavily influenced by uh, these great Canadian stations in mm-hmm. um, the pursuit of happiness. It's like dead or Canadian, Canadian. <laughs> you know? And it's like, so this guy is uh, the singer from the pursuit of happiness. And I think it's a, a very, would be a very regional song. I don't think it swept the, the United States. Um, like the bare naked ladies are massive here in Metro Detroit yes. uh, and they do well. All, all around the country, <laughs> but they're just massive in the in, in the United States, in 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 in, uh, in, Detroit. in
3: Metro Detroit. Yeah. Um, As are the uh, you know one of my favorites of Canadian bands, I believe. And Greg, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The Gandharvas. Oh yeah. I believe they are uh, from uh, Toronto themselves. And,
2: so again, uh, but yeah, 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 you guys. He's going to be talking to the the singer from the Pursuit of Happiness. That's awesome. Uh, no, I, at, can,
10: can you hear me now, though?
2: Yeah. Yes. For two seconds. So can
10: you guys <laughs> hear me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Give the thumbs up. It's very laggy. All right, good. So the Gandharvas are actually from London. Just
2: oh, well, my bad. Away. Even closer. It is.
10: I have the worst internet right now.
2: Right. So, yeah, the Gandharva in London is... Uh, if, it so go apolog- up to, uh... I'm
10: apologizing for this internet problem.
2: It's okay.
3: We That's love you right. still.
2: We still um, love you. Because Tara is doing stuff up near uh, Port Huron, and that's like right across. <laughs> from uh, Tacoma, London yeah, is uh, yeah. just right across the Blue Water Bridge there, um, on on the Canadian side. So, so it's yeah. uh, it's only it's only an hour and a half right here from the Thardia. city. Thardia. Yeah,
7: mm-hmm. so awesome. There's no radio stations up there. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
2: There's no radio stations left in Detroit. <laughs> really, either. It's <laughs> old
7: country or or Christian. That's all yeah. you get once you get to a certain point, and then. <laughs> You <laughs> got nothing else.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, our Kentucky bourbon boys—they uh, had—they had a split. Hey, there's yep. nothing um, wrong with country, uh, they,
10: country Christian praise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, this is—it's just it's just becoming a drink fest. It, it, and I'm so I'm, just
10: to let you know. Up.
2: Yeah.
10: So just to let you guys know, I, I know you guys are all bourbons and things. Things like that, but because I'm a Canadian boy, I'm doing some classic Canadian whiskey from Wiser's dissertation and they're they're 23 year old. Because cheers. Nice. I gotta show a little, nice. little Canadian pride tonight.
2: Oh Ooh. Little- cheers on that, Wiser's the, the Canadians. So Chris, you what know, do
10: you so dissertation is well so
2: oh that's painful. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Greg. I love you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that internet's just bad. You know what
10: I, I, how about I'll try to come back again? All right, I'll try to come back again in a little bit. I'll you just try to come see and if I sit there because we like seeing
2: your fuzzy face. To work. I'll get his I'll I'll little fuzzy face. To run. Don't you just want to scratch him like a kitten? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I okay, do that. Yep, try because <laughs> the
2: thing is, we all met like DJ in the clubs. Because yes. Matt and I are both, you know, DJs. Besides their day jobs and podcasting shenanigans, <laughs> um, and we were doing the clubs. And so I was like the the club DJ, and Matt was. In there, I was. I was 19 years
3: old, sitting in a club, had no idea where I was, who I was, and what I wanted to
2: do. And then Greg would be the personality from the radio station, (laughs) so we'd be all jammed up in this little DJ booth, and you get to know each other that way. Um,
3: (laughs) uh, uh, Religiously, yes. (laughs) And then Matt
2: went on uh, to bigger and better things and better clubs with Greg, and they they did a few (laughs) other clubs without me, and I was still stuck in my crappy little bar, lipsticks, and they're up. 2. Lipsticks 2, yeah. Because <laughs> they lost their <laughs> liquid license for Lipsticks 1. And uh, <laughs> there's a podcast. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a
3: story. And then we uh,
2: so I mean, he went to the, the State Theater, which is the Fillmore, which is like, one of the, the Greg, big, big yeah. venues. You guys would fill it up with like 3,000
3: people. Well, and that's the thing. Greg would fill sweating. it up. And it was live on 89X on oh, Saturday yeah. night starting at 10 o'clock. And I would just show up and, you know, give away CDs because I help on the marketing side, on yeah, the promotional yeah, yeah. side. But, you know, befriending greg and learning the profession of how to dj in a club and how to be a dj then, professionally yeah, yeah i learned from the both of you Correct. not, not going to uh, kid geez. you so but i appreciate the knowledge that you bring to my life yeah. so thank you
2: so yeah charles english playing naughty words you. You know, he would do that yes, so he you would just play the, the the raunchiest songs that you would <laughs> possibly imagine <laughs> uh abby elena i didn't ask what was in your glass Did we ask? Uh, what yes. was in your glass?
6: no not yet elena well, what are you drinking what are you
2: guys drinking
6: i i grabbed angel's envy really quickly <sighs> i like ran downstairs i was very much um hung over today so i had to approach <laughs> i had to have something a little approachable today to sip on I'm a little friendlier i've, I've got little, a
5: maker's private select from a local group here oh, it's nice. you know delicious it was now, did also greta the, help
3: you with that did greta harper help you out with that bottle or is that just i don't you know so it?
5: this is this is not one that we did the one that we did is going to be coming out in the fall but um i would have to assume greta was a part of it but i'm not uh, sure
2: so what do you the, when you say the one that you did um mm-hmm. you guys help pick uh some staves
5: Well, we did. Elaine and I last week actually sat down with Greta and we picked a private select. We did some staves. We chose, you know, a breakdown of 10, like always. Um, So now it's just got to cook a little and then we'll get the bottles.
2: Where is that going to be? Is that through bourbon and blondes? Is that through a, a club or what is it?
5: It's a, it's a bourbon and blondes. We're going to, it's a charity barrel, is what we're calling it. So we'll take all of the bottles and sell them, and the proceeds are going to go to two women benefit charities in town.
2: Awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah, you it's guys exciting. things. Are these, are these, <laughs> uh, are these uh, uh, is it going to be an auction? Uh, do you have what, uh, is you're going to have more than gonna, you know
5: uh, what to do with? We might do some raffles, we might do some auction items, but um we're gonna do some bottles for pre-sale, which is exciting. Um I don't know. We we we're still working out the details. You know, the pick is a little fresh, so uh we're, now we have to start planning things, which is fun. Yeah.
0: I like it.
2: Awesome. I, I like it. You guys have to you have to let us know it's it's uh, St. Louis isn't I mean or well, you know, Missouri's not that far. It's not. We could drive it's and like pick up a hours. bottle.
5: 16, yeah 18, we're gonna like, be we're gonna be up in your neck of the woods i think what is it next weekend yeah eight? next weekend
0: mm-hmm.
2: really yeah all right well if you will not the have the, the bottles you want to be barely like, yet i yeah. uh, mean we have greta can uh because she, yeah. she goes back and forth she can oh, probably yeah. mm-hmm. for sure yeah. So you, absolutely
6: yeah you put we're us, excited you can,
2: put us, you can put us down you can chalk the so man, we, man down <laughs> for one for sure
6: you know how uh, okay. awesome
5: we got you awesome You know how they're like—you have to. Sometimes it's good to name it after like the flavor profile, so people know what they're getting out of it. Yeah. Well, um, we came up with a salted chocolate caramel as our flavor profile for it. So, uh,
3: delicious. Just hearing that, I'm a bit jealous, to be honest, because (laughs) that's one of my favorite things—is the salted caramel type stuff. It's Mm. one of my favorite things ever. So I'd be very intrigued to try and, and taste that. To mm-hmm. be
5: honest, <laughs> it's delicious. It's we, great. We might be biased, but we love it.
3: I'm
2: excited. It's okay um, to
3: be biased. It's okay.
2: Um, yeah, I'm excited to give it a try. It's it's those private selects are it, it's it's an interesting process. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you use the new stave because they they retired the mocha mm-hmm. and they added uh, mm-hmm. a new stave? Is that in the mix for you?
6: It is it, a it large is. part of the mix. Large part <laughs> part Is it? The mix. Okay. The, the Mondiant is Yeah.
5: Um, yeah, we wa- we walked into it and we're like, "Okay, Greta, here's what we want. We want a spicy chocolate." And then it sort of turned into the spice, the salted caramel chocolate thing, but um yeah. There's a there's a lot of the Mondiant in there. Okay.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz Greta, she uh man, she has got this this pelican case, this travel <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> case. <laughs>
2: And it's got all these bottles in it of the different flavors of the stave. And she came in studio and and she started pulling these out. I'm like, oh, my good Christmas. You know, what is Mm -hmm. happening here? Um, And it it was just it was so it was so gorgeous uh, to to pull all those out and to, to sip our way through them. Um, and that's how you you, you derive uh, and you you make those picks.
3: Yeah, if you go back to that episode that you did, that we did with Greta, you mm-hmm. were in studio when you did that. Yes, I was not. I was sitting at home in front of my computer. I was. I had streamed in and 100% jealous. When oh, as yeah. soon as the stream yard kicked on and I've started looking at what was on the table and what was in front of Greta and Jamie, I, I just sat there. I'm like. What is wrong with me? Why aren't I here?
5: You should have gone. That was a mistake.
3: Life happens, gotta tell you. Now all you need
5: now, all you need to do is do a man cave private select and experience it for yourself.
2: Yeah.
3: Thank you. That's that's got a ring to it, doesn't it? It does. Mm -hmm. It does.
2: We don't. Yes. We don't have that. Uh, we don't have that push that you guys do. So it's, uh, I'm
5: sure that you have friends who would want to participate. <laughs> you just gotta ask the right people.
3: That's true. That's that's true. That's, that's a very fair yes, very fair, fair statement. There's a. Uh, you don't we
2: have gotta, to do it on your own. There's so many bourbon clubs around the city too. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And bars and restaurants
5: are always looking for something exciting yeah. to do. Yep
2: so one of the we have a summer plan matthew yes i think Mm -hmm. Um, this could be
5: one of the things in store for you guys this year you know you're starting off 2021 with your 100th episode what's
2: next Uh, the barrels of bourbon yes
3: (laughs) (laughs) you guys are troublemakers i see how this happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
6: the good kind of trouble
3: so i i i gotta share um when it comes to troublemakers, you know, Paul, uh, our, God, our, our local <laughs> godfather, right? Um, when we first uh, had Zim's on the show, mm-hmm. I believe you, Jamie, went to Paul and you said, Hey, Paul, we're actually doing a show with Zim's Vodka, and um, we need to do a cigar. And you need to help us, you know, understand what type of a cigar to have with vodka. And it was, yeah. Paul, help us understand one of the cha- more challenging things that you had to do with the man
12: yeah, trying to pair a cigar with vodka is extremely challenging because vodka being the clear liquid that it is doesn't really, you know, you don't want to overpower it. Mm-hmm. So trying to find that mild cigar that will go perfectly with it um, is a challenge. You know, I can't go with something that's going to be medium to full-bodied. I definitely want something that's mild-bodied. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you end up coming up with, you know, a Connecticut or a Connecticut shade. Um and you guys didn't do it to me once; you did it to me twice. <laughs> we did, we did, we did. I, I yeah, yet yeah. To, I, I've yet to be on the show with a bourbon or a scotch or something that <laughs> that lends to a cigar. So I want to thank you for the for challenging my palate. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it, well, you're I, welcome. That you Quite. did have me on with uh, the Rocky Patel rep. So uh, fair.
3: That's right.
12: You know, but but I have been on twice with Zim, so I, that's always fun.
3: <laughs> because, you know, here in the bunker here at the wine garden in yes. St. Clair Shores, we're here in Michigan. Um, we have Bruce, Bruce Carroll, who is the national yeah. ambassador for Zim's vodka. Do I have that right, Bruce? as he smokes a cigar
4: well um, first of all before i answer your question yeah. i want to congratulate you guys on your 100th episode i mean <laughs> thank, you. Uh, and, thank you and thank as you. we say in poland where zims is produced Nostrovia, Nostrovia, Nostrovia as
3: i'm drinking bourbon thank you so, <laughs> and,
4: and then in deference to the godfather Paul Camilleri, yeah. uh, i have uh, i have lit up a great rope, a Monte Cristo White Series number two. Paul, does that does oh. that meet with your approval?
12: Yeah, that that definitely would meet with my approval on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, in uh, deference
4: to the ladies, we were talking about healthy cocktails and mocktails.
3: Yes, yes. Tara was talking uh, about that. Yeah.
4: Well, um, as you both know, but maybe some of the people in the viewing audience or listening audience may not know, is that zims produces two products number one is the 81 proof product most people know that vodka is 80 proof but when terry olson the ceo and founder thank you of zims vodka came up with this he wanted to be one better so we made it 81 proof
9: one, one <laughs> better. and then
4: but the other thing again getting back to the ladies and mocktails we're seeing People gravitating to lower alcohol by volume, lower mm-hmm. ABV. So, we also produce a ZIMS 59 proof product, which is 25% oh. less ABV, which makes it, by the way, 25% less calories. So, so it's healthy. It, so, it is healthy. <laughs> in fact. Yeah, less calories. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm getting back to the ladies talking about that. So, uh-huh. uh, we make one particular cocktail we call the basil smash, mm. where we muddle fresh basil with Mm -hmm. fresh squeezed lemon juice and trust me on this it's out of this world
0: yeah
3: (laughs) wow so help me understand a little bit more about zims bruce because through this covidian timeline that we're all still living in right now what has been some of the strategies that you guys have taken through this past
2: 18 months because it's uh it's coming on the slow boat from china yeah
4: or poland poland yeah ironically enough um uh As we all know, in our business, there is on-premise, which means restaurants, Mm -hmm. clubs, which where you consume the product on-premise versus off-premise, which is retailers. Well, um, 50% or less here in Michigan of the restaurants being open, it's clearly hurt our business from that perspective. However, the retail side went through the roof Mm. and consequently... Um, demand was so high for Zim's vodka that we actually, for four weeks, were out of product internationally. And Terry Olson was working day and night to ensure that we would get it as as quickly as possible. But at the the end of the day, remember that this pandemic is international Mm -hmm. and Poland as a country was shut down for months Mm -hmm. and our distillery in Wrocław, Poland was shut down for even longer. So, it's been challenging, but frankly, um, we're very blessed. We've had a lot of success and, uh, and, and we're very excited for what's yet to come.
2: Yeah. All right. So our, our bourbon and blondes, uh, you, you get Abby and uh, Elena, you guys are taking off. Yeah. They have uh, yeah. yeah. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I don't know if I'd go and, that
5: far, but we do have things to get done.
2: <laughs> no, no. We appreciate you coming and, and, and sharing a, a dram with us today and, uh, uh, just thank you for, uh, and we'll 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 be partying again soon. Uh,
5: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Congrats, you guys. We love what yeah, you're doing. Congrats. It's a Thanks fun time. You very
3: much. Appreciate yes. you.
5: Bye, guys. Bye, bye guys.
3: Bye. bye. And then there were four. I was or five, just say that <laughs> and you five. beat
7: me to it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we actually had Tara come into the studio, and she actually mixed up some cocktails utilizing Zims. Oh, really? at one point in time, Tara, do you, do you by chance remember what you had made with the Zim's because Oolong tea, I think, uh, uh, made an appearance a few times. There's you know, always
7: you- something Asian that makes an appearance. <laughs> um, and I don't remember, I want to say that that was a variation on a classic cocktail where I did something with like an Oolong syrup or an Oolong infuse something uh-huh. I don't know, I, I'm always so intoxicated when I'm with you guys
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's not our fault it really uh, isn't it's <laughs> a little bit our fault okay fair that. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit yeah.
2: we do what we can
3: <laughs> so um so Bruce help me understand a little bit about what what's what's going to happen over the next you know 24 or 36 months for Zims What what's on your docket because
2: the world's not wide open yeah. yeah are you still struggling to get product
4: Well, uh, no. Okay, Um, that's a good thing. We've solved that problem. That is a good thing. Um, Our distillery, uh, which is 250 years old in Poland, uh, is at full production again, which is really exciting news for us. So we're very excited about that. But um, Terry is continuing to look at greater distribution Mm -hmm. throughout the United States. And uh, we were talking about Canada earlier with your colleague. Yeah. Yeah, with Greg. And uh, he is from if and and I don't know is Greg gonna come back in or I don't know he he's still trying you know and by the way it's it's interesting because Terry and I have talked about this before zooming while zimming yeah so um, (laughs) uh, regardless um, uh, we're looking at expansion throughout the United States Um, uh, he's got reasons he doesn't want to go into Canada which. You know, uh, you've heard of the GST tax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what GST stands for, right? <laughs> Gouge and screw. Oh, just... <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a very, yeah. very uh, heavy penalty tax. So anyways, we're not going into Canada, but we are uh, looking for distribution, greater distribution in the United States. So um, but things look great for Zim's Vodka. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks in part to um Many of the guests that we've had on with you behind the bar.
3: Yeah, you you started your own podcast, right? And it's called Behind the Bar with Zim's, if I'm not mistaken.
4: That is correct.
3: A- and you kind of made your way around the restauranteurs in Southeast Michigan yourself. So help everyone understand what you're doing in that regard.
4: Sure. Um, you know, Behind the Bar was the brainchild of uh, Terry Olson. Uh, who's, he's he's had the vision for Zim's vodka, mm-hmm. and uh, we wanted to expose the restaurateurs and the on-premise clients in particular that stock and serve Zim's vodka and Zim's vodka signature cocktails to the public. Mm-hmm. And so we have, as you know, candid conversations with some remarkable uh, restaurateurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and and have a lot of fun in the process. By the way, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. you do. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's really a blast. And and of course, the restaurateurs love the publicity mm-hmm. uh, and the in the um, the hospitality, the camaraderie. They can speak about um, not only Zim's vodka signature cocktails, but their food mm-hmm. and what makes them unique uh, amongst all the others out there.
2: The the thing about uh, the Buy in the bar with Zim's, uh, each of the people that you've talked to so far, they all have great backstories um, you know what, what what they did before being restaurant um, the the last guy from the Cadu cafe we talked to uh, one of the, the new owners I mean they've been there three four years right. um, John Rutherford right and, right great a musician uh, he's like a classical musician yeah and it's like <laughs> but he looks like a rugby player he's like this beefy muscular big dude and it's it's like it's like he's a it's like he's a rugby player. Or yeah.
4: he's a remarkable guy. Again, you find out again. These podcasts are about the people mm-hmm. that are involved, and who knew also that he just cut. Uh, I'm dating myself now. A record. Didn't mm-hmm. say that. But with Alice Cooper, Detroit born and. Oh, yeah. But also he plays the trombone for Bob Seger in the Silver (laughs) Bullet Band. Right. I mean, the things you find out about people. You you
3: wouldn't know if you met him, shook his hand and, you know, he welcomes you to the Kaju Cafe there in St. Clair Shores. Right. Exactly. And and you wouldn't know that he is a classical trained musician exactly
4: played with the singapore um uh orchestra orchestra yeah. uh the, the japanese orchestra national orchestra it's remarkable and then,
2: yeah and so it's like and pretty much everybody you talk to uh the restaurant up in traverse city um he had a great backstory uh-huh. um uh the italian family yeah. cafe
4: cortina i mean yeah. the guy came from new york city i mean the the things great stories great stories and and that's what really makes it all worthwhile. So it's really fun, really exciting. I mean, it's um, uh, it's a lot like um, uh, like Zim's vodka in the fact that, you know, these things are non-essential. You can do without mm-hmm. them, but you'd prefer not to. Correct. Okay?
3: Correct. So. And that's really alcohol in general? It, it
4: is. Well, it is. <laughs> it, there is a lot to be said for that. I mean, um, we like to um, tell people that the story behind Zim's when Terry Olson. Uh, decided to do it was that look. It's got to be superb. Like when you stay at the Ritz Carlton or mm-hmm. or the Four Seasons, you know, you can't wait to go and tell your your family and friends. Right. The other thing is that it is is essential. I mean, nobody wears a Rolex to tell time. You can do without it, but you'd prefer right. not to. Right. And then mm-hmm. the last part is that it's um it's it's, it's hard to get. It it's, it's there's exclusivity. It's like an American Express yeah. Black Card. Right. You can't apply. For an American Express Black Card that sell- tells everybody that your credit is limitless, okay, <laughs> you have to be invited. So when right. Terry created Zim's Vodka, the vision he had was creating a luxury brand, and, and frankly, I think we've accomplished that.
3: So are you saying that we're the Black American Express for Zim's because no. you were invited?
4: Well, you invited me. That's awesome. okay. <laughs> That's it. We did. We so did. What does did that you. say? I don't know. <laughs> Poor choice. Yeah. <laughs>
3: No, but, you know, you're, you're a supporter of the Man Cave Happy Hour itself, Bruce. And coming on, and you are been so gracious with Zim's. You really have. And you've really helped us to understand the industry that much more. And, and your knowledge is greatly appreciated in that regard.
4: Well, that's very kind of you to say. We know that, I mean, it's interesting when I go out, go out and make calls or Terry goes and, and, and make, makes calls to people, they say, well, vodka's a neutral spirit because by definition, vodka is supposed to be odorless colorless and, and tasteless. tasteless. Yeah. But everything has an odor, a color and a taste. Mm-hmm. And if you really look at them, there is a difference. Oh, and I can tell you gentlemen that when I share with people, Zim's if I can, we do blind taste tests. Mm-hmm. We win nine out of 10 times. It's remarkable. Our batting average is so high. And that's because, <laughs> I mean, it's made with potatoes, as you know, yeah. In fact, it takes eight pounds of potatoes to make. one it, And that, therefore it's creamy and smooth. Mm
3: hmm. Wow. So it's like you're like uh, not the Detroit Tigers at this point yeah. in time. Is that is that a fair statement?
4: Uh, yes, we are. Uh, we're we're in the upper tier there. Your
3: batting average is a lot, a lot better higher. than theirs. right A now. lot higher.
4: <laughs> um, but we love the fact that they're trying. Yeah.
3: But you're an avid hockey player as well.
4: Well, I am. In fact, that's how Terry and I met. You know, Terry's from Victoria, British Columbia originally. And he came to Western Michigan University in a full ride scholarship to play hockey there. And then uh, after a a short stint in the minor leagues, Terry decided, look, um, I've had enough of riding on buses getting $50 a game. Right. (laughs) And he and I met playing senior hockey right out of right, you know, right after that. And we developed a friendship, and in fact, I'm proud to say that I'm godfather to his youngest daughter, Cassidy. Is that one uh, of the
3: daughters that's getting married? It is. In fact, Uh. that's why
4: he couldn't make it today, and he's very, he he regrets it tremendously, but uh, he's planning two weddings for his oldest daughter and his youngest Uh. daughter. There's a a
3: son in the middle, is that correct?
4: There is a son who is now married and actually has a healthy baby Yeah. uh, He's, so he's a grandpa he's, he's a, a grandpa. grandpa. He's a grandpa. Very oh, proud to be a geez. grandpa. His parents are very, very, very happy. And see,
3: none of that had happened when we met two years ago, two and a half years yeah. ago, roughly. Right.
4: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So life changes.
3: And that's amazing to still have you as a partner.
4: Well, thank you again for um, inviting us to be part of your 100th episode. Sure. We're very grateful. And again, congratulations.
2: Yeah, thanks. It was I think it was like episode, I don't know, ten. It was one of the early, early ones that we did. Uh, down at uh, La Casa Cigars, La Casa, yeah. right across from the DAC, right there in the Theater District, uh, downtown Detroit. And Paul was there uh, for that, and uh, you guys—you guys, so you guys have been rocking it since the beginning, and we appreciate appreciate you hanging out like that. Paul, the cigar smokers of Michigan are just were creeping up on that three thousand mark uh, of members. Um, you guys get together. What what are, what kind you? And what do you have coming up uh, for for the Facebook group?
12: Well, it's interesting you say that because. Uh we really haven't done anything. Matter of fact, the last time I was personally in a cigar lounge was when we did the Rocky Patel event at uh, Stray Cat. Oh, wow. Okay. Because um, as you recall, I think it was that night is when Major League Baseball kind of came over the air and said, yeah, we're going to be doing all these different things because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, so really, we haven't done much. Um, you know, we, we've stayed in touch with our members and, you know, we do have an active member base. Um, but we really, we haven't had, we've tried doing some virtual herfs and we get guys to get together. Um, like I said, I haven't been in a official lounge, um, but two of our admins, uh, Ed Caster and Matt D'Zazio, um are renting a house together and we've, we've named their garage the unofficial um, CSOM uh, hangout. Um, so you know there's three or four of us um you know who are moderating the group that you know we've started having discussions of when do we start having you know big herfs again you know getting the group back together is now the time is it safe you know you know how do we handle this do we start off with a big massive event or do we do something smaller um you know so we're kind of in those discussions right now looking at okay do we do it may june july you know when is it safe yeah um you yeah, know yeah. The, the lounges are kind of open right now um still social distance and everything mm-hmm. um but you know again you know we're, we're kind of the same way of you know we're looking at the safety of our members and when when do we pull that trigger mm-hmm. um you know we're fortunate enough one of our moderators uh travis hess his fiance works for drew estate cigars oh um ed castor um who you guys may have met oh um, yeah we've, he's we've, repping met, we've had for, conversations
3: with mr castor yeah. absolutely
12: he's repping now for blanco cigars um so you know we're thinking hey can we get we could probably get david blanco you know the owner of blanco cigars up for an event. um but it's just a matter of when do we do that and I, I think we're probably closer to august september um pulling the trigger on something that's fair um but you know we're we're kind of doing what everybody else is doing in the country, and you know kind of taking a wait and see approach. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Wait and see. Wait and see. It's like being in the army.
4: Uh,
12: hurry, hurry up! up! And... Wait. wait. <laughs>
4: oh yeah. Right. I, I do yep. know that when we did the event, Paul, if you recall, with uh, Matt and Jamie at La Casa mm-hmm. back then, there were only like a thousand members of cigar smokers of Michigan. Yeah, we, that's you're approaching three thousand. Like the man cave happy hour, Matt and Jamie over the hundred episodes, you're, like you're, five people that watch, you know,
12: yeah. <laughs> but you're approaching 3000. That's
4: remarkable. I mean, that's fantastic.
12: Yeah. We've grown exponentially and, you know, it's, is a great group. You know, we, we try to keep all the politics and BS out of it and, you know, just, just post what you're smoking and, you know, let, let people know how you're doing. And, uh, you know, we, we actually just recently got a, New member to the group who's been kind of talking with the um, moderators with Ed and Tim LaPorte. Um, he's actually a lobbyist. Um, hmm. So, you know, there's some things going on in the state of Michigan where um, come October, the uh, there's a right now there's a 50 cent tax on all cigars hmm. and that runs out in October. And there's the potential that if it doesn't get renewed, cigar prices could increase two to three dollars a stick. So we've been working with, you know, that lobbyist, um, you know, to try to get the 50 cent cigar tax renewed. Wow. And, uh, you know, we've gotten involved with some different state reps and it looks like that that may actually get passed. So we're we're, kind of, we're very happy about that because that wow. would just really devastate a lot of the brick and mortars as they're already devastated with COVID. So. Wow.
3: You know, I, I gotta say thank you to Tara. Tara's gotta go make dinner for her for her uh, children.
0: yeah thank but Tara, you, thank
3: you for being You're in the and and We'll do cocktails again soon. We will definitely do cocktails yes. soon. Absolutely, and and we promise you won't be inebriated as much next time.
7: I have yet to ever have that type of night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll do I our best. I yes.
7: <laughs> myself every time, like not gonna happen, not gonna uh-huh. happen. Four hours later.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But you know, thank you for being thank a part you. of uh what we're doing here.
7: Appreciate no, for sure. Congratulations.
3: Thank
2: you. Thank you.
7: Thank Bye. you.
2: We'll see you later. All right, Matt. So we've been uh we've been we've been sipping on this old Fitzgerald. Um yes, we, we it's a hundred proof yes. for the hundredth episode. Uh even Sam has a pour. Uh and Sam's gonna Sam. you're now, you're twenty two. Sam's gonna Sam's gonna give it a little whirl there she's got a verners to wash it down afterwards
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: hi Greg Greg came back our fuzzy friend yay and I think it's working better it better. is it is thank you so much for uh, all your efforts this evening Mr. <laughs> I
10: I have been on the phone for the last 20 minutes with my my internet provider yelling at them (laughs) (laughs) and that's why we love you
2: (laughs) so we got this old fits fits in front of us here it's a nine year
3: it's the nine
2: year bond from spring of 2020 Mm -hmm. uh so it's like two batches ago uh, what do you know what do you know about the old Fitzgerald? We were talking about the decanter has a story and the Correct. bourbon has a story. What do you what do we know about
3: this? So, beginning in spring and this is all coming from uh, GoBourbon.com, gobourbon.com. Right? So, beginning in spring of 2018, the distillery, which is actually Heaven Hill, right? Which is mm-hmm. where Angel's Envy and all that fun stuff is from, right? All right. So, the distillery has begun uh, releasing a series of well-aged weeded bourbon for each distilling season, which is spring and fall. Right. So with the secret distillery only releasing sprinkle in sprinkle it in each summer, this is a bottle in bond bourbon and, and they're packaged in this ornate honorary decanter. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. a really beautiful looking decanter, which yeah. is actually honoring John E. Fitzgerald, okay. who was a treasury agent uh, near the turn of the century. Not sure if you knew that.
4: I see. I, this is the stuff that sticks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, you know, it's a nine-year-old. It's, they released it in spring of 2020. And it's a bottle and bond, which is 100 proof because it has to be distilled in the same distillery every single time. In the the very same exact way, and I believe it was Colonel E. Taylor that really mm. kind of started that whole bottle and bond industry, right? Yep. To really create a a product that could be consumed by by the American people at that point in time, right? But in this this bourbon, Old Fitzgerald, the 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 sweetness that you get on the nose. Yeah. Mm-hmm it's uh, it hit me so quickly and i've been sipping on it this entire hour and 20 minutes that we've been sitting here oh, yeah. but you no know, the the sweetness hit me immediately it truly did and it continually just it just lingers in such a great way and i'm really curious bruce cuz you've been smoking on a cigar this entire time mm-hmm. how is the pairing going between that cigar and the old Fitzgerald.
4: It's fantastic. I mean, it's 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 easy on the palate, mm-hmm. um, but it does linger. But it's a subtle mm-hmm. lingering. Mm-hmm. It's just remarkable. And and by the way, I understand that if you're the uh, average Joe and not Jamie and Matt celebrating your hundredth episode <laughs> of the Man keep Happy Hour, that the price is a premium. Uh, uh, this yeah. bottle is. Yeah. See, uh,
10: so but can I just jump in really really quickly? Please, That's for crazy, sure. Right. So this is the crazy part, and I love listening to Americans saying $100 is a lot of money. In Canada, we go, you know what? That's a, just a good bottle, right? It's, it's the craziest thing because, you know, you bl- I belong to a bunch of the Facebook pages online, and people will be like, I got this bottle for $45. I broke the bank, and I'm like, oh, that's Evan Williams in Canada,
4: <laughs> yeah, that's that gst you're talking exactly about. what's the exchange rate right now do you do you, do you know about Between 22
10: the cents the canadian Oh, the canadian dollar has made a strong comeback in the pandemic
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you when you're down <laughs> oh my goodness but you know in all honesty gentlemen this 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 pour this dram of old Fitzgerald, wh- when you actually let it linger a little bit, you're going to really get that, that, that vanilla feel that mm. most bourbons have. Right. But then no you're sense. also going to get that, that hit of apple. I, and it's which part of the apple is it coming through? Is it the skin? Is it the fleshy part of the apple? Sure. Right. Um, so what, if, and when you do taste this, you know, for folks that are watching or listening, you know what you need that's something you have to look for is really expand your palate. It's not just about, you know, you know, the, the butterscotch or the vanilla and what have you. It's about everything else that's in there. But go to the grocery store and kind of smell things, right? Or buy things that take them home and smell them because you start smelling things at the grocery store, you're gonna get kicked out. Yep. Right.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like personal experience, especially if it's a cashier. Right, right, right.
3: He didn't like it at all. <laughs> you but you smell for, for this this folks, bourbon smells like
10: axe. Like
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you but then you start to get more florals out of that taste and then you, all of a sudden you're, you're feeling that nutty feel where you might go it kind of feels like a walnut or a praline and, and the old Fitzgerald on, on uh, flavor.com is actually saying you know what praline's actually kind of hint in there on the taste so that's just the kind of the thing that you look for when you're tasting a bourbon is like what am i going to get out of it but right. you have to expand your palate at the same time
4: and you have to experiment.
3: Of course, of course. And that's why but, this asshole over here
2: <laughs>
3: when he was walking down the street with his with his wonderful bride with a cigar and a mm-hmm. and a bourbon in his hand, he's like, I want to learn more about this. Yeah. That is how that is how we come to be at one hundred episodes because we've learned so much and there's still so much to learn, mm-hmm. not just about bourbon and what about the industry.
4: Spirits in it's
3: general spirits in itself. Yeah, because this is a non discriminatory podcast. We we will talk about anything, you know.
12: Yeah, and you end up so, with the same thing on cigars too. You know, you, you fall into that rabbit hole of, "Ooh, I'm looking for this flavor, or I'm looking for that, and what pairs well with this bourbon or this liquor?" And right. You know, like I said, so, I've got three, three humidor's I'm running right now because I've just got so many different cigars that I like to try. You know? Fair.
10: So, so the one, but the one thing that I've always said and. And it came from a scotch tasting with uh with uh with glenn morangy and and glenn one of my favorite one of my favorite parts was there was a, a man in the, the the scotch tasting who was an expert he knew everything about everything more than anyone else knew and it was driving the the man who was actually hosting the uh the scotch tasting a little crazy and at the very end they pulled out the 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 big one. It was the one we were all waiting for, and so they pour it. And he says, walks up to the the the, the other expert and says, the "Know it all." What is this? <laughs> right? the know it all. See, I was trying to be nice, and he says, yeah. right? and he says "What does this scotch bring you?" And he went, oh, I I can tell it was a left-handed monk who picked the the tender leaves of an an acorn tree and he shoved them in, you know, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And the guy just hits his fist stand and goes, you're bullshit! It brought you happiness.
8: It just
10: brought you happiness. All that other stuff is a bunch of shit. Now you're just trying to pretend you know what you're talking about. And to, to this day... That's my new favorite thing when it comes to scotch, whiskeys, bourbons. It's like, what does it bring me? I'm so happy I'm drinking it or smoking a cigar and all this kind of stuff. Right? And and that's what I always tell new people when they're getting into this thing. Read everything you want. Do everything you want. But drink it and just remember whiskey is to be enjoyed and loved. Fair.
3: Fair. You know what, you know what, you may not, it's just enjoy it as much as you can. yeah, But responsibly. Well, but responsibly. Yeah. And
10: that's why, and that's why, and then gentlemen, can I, I and I'm going to say this now to you guys right now, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of just stealing into your, your podcast right now, but no, I good? would love, but I would love for you guys to come over to my house and record one of your podcasts with my Canadian
3: whiskey. Ooh, um, when? Well, the
4: the, the <laughs> governor of Michigan is going to have to approve of that first. You know what, Bruce? Yeah. I'll
3: swim and- the canal. I don't care. <laughs> that's
4: it. We'll uh, we'll, boot, we'll bootleg it over there. Reverse like, bootleg, with, like with, we did in the 20. That's, uh, it. that's
2: right.
3: The Roy right? are back, baby. Adam yeah. said that earlier. <laughs> <laughs>
10: right when the border opens, I would love for you guys to come over here, and I would love to bring, give you guys a tour of some of the very interesting Canadian whiskeys that you cannot buy in the United States.
2: Ah, better still. Well, you know, there's a lot of
4: secrets. Really to parallel what you're mentioning, you know, Terry again is from Canada. Yeah. And he, when doing the research to produce Zim's Vodka said, well, gee, where are the the best whiskeys made? Mm -hmm. Right. Arguably Canada. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Obviously, bourbons, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Um, He mentioned wines like France. Of course, California wines are great, too, but France. Best beers, arguably Canada, Belgium, Mm -hmm. Germany. And then he came to vodka. I'll it drink was,
3: a fat tire anytime. Just saying. Well, there you go.
4: <laughs> but when he, it came to vodka, it was Poland and Russia. And by the way, you know, Poland and Russia have been in literal wars mm-hmm. over vodka. So uh, but Terry felt that the, the the Polish people would be easier to deal with than the Russians. Not to mention <laughs> that Poland really, truly is the motherland of vodka. It's not even
12: close. Wow. Well, it's funny you, you mentioned that. um because you have the same thing with cigars. You know, everybody thinks of the Cuban cigars, you know, and those really they, they get their kind of their niche because you can't get them. But, you know, most cigars now are coming out of Nicaragua, Honduras, the Dominican Republic. You know, those are your hot spots now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anywhere along that belt, you know, you can find something that's going to satisfy your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Where, where are remember- your favorites coming from right now? Mine, uh, I have a lot from Nicaragua. I have there. Yeah.
2: That's what but, I've been I've been hearing right? in Nicaragua a lot as is, is like just really consistent, um, and just yeah, tasty. Well, it's
4: and interesting. Just remember, Paul. I'm sorry. Great.
10: Oh. oh, no! no I go just ahead. Saying, just remember when we when we do the Canadian whiskey, uh, the Canadian whiskey uh, podcast. Cuban Cuban cigars are fair game in Canada.
12: Yeah, and they're so very. Anything you guys too. want to?
10: <laughs> meh, you know what? You get twenty percent off. We've got exchange rate.
4: <laughs> See, it gets back to the exchange it's rate. Yeah, we got twenty percent <laughs> off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's I,
2: I was. How do we? I was sitting there thinking how do we get twenty percent off all oh, exchange rate. I get. it, I get. It, I get. it.
4: Oh, but but getting back to the Cubans, you, mm. you know, Paul, you're right, Um, because. Part of a luxury uh, a brand is exclusivity, just like I said yep. about the American Express Black Card, right? You know, because you can't get it, it makes it more desirable, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's really no different. That's why, um, you know, again, in Terry's vision of Zim's Vodka, he said, look, we don't want to be all things to all people and be everywhere. We want to be in the right places. And that's been our business model.
2: Mm. I got distracted. I'm trying I'm to. i a cigar. Well, I actually
3: walked around the corner and I no, grabbed I can to tell you about no, no, so, so,
10: so, right now, I am actually Say, I have about a little bit more than a third of a bottle of Zim's vodka left. I'm just saying, I can't wait till the border opens.
4: We can help you. <laughs> I know a guy. I know, I a, know a guy. guy. I'm asking for a friend, right? Isn't that the way it goes? Yeah, no, we would look forward to that, of course. Um, Terry and myself, being hockey guys, uh, I remember countless occasions going to play tournaments in in Canada. In fact, um, I've I, I I love the Canadian national anthem. I was hoping you'd you'd just start with a Oh Canada. If you want,
10: if you want, I'll I'll even do, I'll even sing it partly in French. Oh, (laughs) oh, like they do on,
4: uh, you know, one of the things I love about living here in the Detroit area as a kid growing up is, and you'll remember this. I remember when hockey night in Canada was on not only Saturday nights, but Wednesday nights too. Remember that? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, and, and I Not a have, Saturday night goes by without me turning on CBC and uh, watching Hockey Night in Canada. In fact, if I have my brothers in Detroit playing, gee, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Yeah, but no, all. I'd rather listen to the CBC feed than the, you know, American. Oh, we feed. always do.
2: Yeah. At my house, if it's high, if it's on Hockey Night in Canada, we're watching I, we're watching Hockey Night in
4: Canada.
10: All right. And, 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 and I'm not being mean against any of the american broadcasts but you guys came up with that that hockey puck that was that would sometimes go you know the uh the electronic hockey hockey puck oh the peter puck
4: that was the The poorest marketing thing ever it would be
10: like (laughs) and it would be in like the fifth seat you know the fifth row and it'd be like no that guy would be dead right now (laughs) <laughs> exactly Oh, Mario Lemieux Oh, he killed another guy
4: <laughs> Well, it's interesting I mean, since we're talking hockey in Canada um, Terry was down at a very nice um, golf club in Ohio and lo and behold who shows up to play golf there but the the goat Right. Wayne Gretzky. Ah, and and of course, I I don't I, I guess I could find it on my phone, but for purposes of the viewing audience, I won't sure. look for it. But the bottom line is Wayne Gretzky loved Zim's vodka and was drinking it. And we have a signed bottle he took, to ah. vodka, which is
0: pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, We're
12: very excited. That's Very yeah. cool. Well, as I recall, hey, isn't you know, um, Gretzky's daughter engaged to Dustin
4: Johnson? Uh, yeah, they're uh, well, yeah, they they're engaged. They um, uh, they've been together for quite some time now. So, yeah, exactly.
10: See, us Canadians aren't so bad all the time.
4: We look, I, I, I think not only are you are are you our neighbor, but you're our favorite uh, neighbor and ally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think I'm speaking for most Americans, well, too. Well, so they many traders. Um, letter
12: Kenny. So, ah,
2: uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> One day
10: they're gonna make their whiskey. One day they will make their whiskey. <laughs> oh, I can. Well, the tell the we,
2: What's what's the whiskey? The, what was the whiskey? Well, puppers, puppers is actually the beer. the beer. Well, puppers, puppers was there, and then there's and Gustin and Brew.
10: And Brew. Gustin Brew. So. And if you ever look, the Gus and Brew version, when they do their Quebec thing, it, it's, it's, it's just watch the, uh, when they go back to Quebec and look at their bottle, it's, there's a, a play on words and it's a play on uh, just life in general. It's very funny. But Puppers, you know, the Puppers beer was actually available yeah. in our liquor stores for a while.
4: Oh geez! In the brewer's retail, yeah they, yeah they actually
10: in the liquor store they actually found a a, a brewery that would uh, that would do it, which wow. of course I had to drink. Of course. I love
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what the can of a you know in in at least I think it's in, here in the states too, but in Canada, um, you know Molson Canadian beer. Um, if you recall, John Molson, who started it, you know what the little tagline at the bottom of the can says, right? No, on, an, I don't. An honest brew makes its own friends. I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. Is
3: that is that true, Tool? Pat?
4: <laughs> um, I've had many uh, Very honest true.
1: brew... Make many an honest friend, and many uh, honest brew make many a dishonest friend. So
3: I don't know. I don't know what the Gel- truth no, is. Gentlemen, somewhere. I got I to gotta introduce you all. Uh, Greg, you may remember Pat Ackerley, and this is an old-time, longtime friend of Jamie's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Pat is the brains behind the Man Cave Happy Hour theme song. Mm. That is this gentleman. Oh, I do. How to- are he took three minutes out of his day <laughs> and came up with an amazing theme song, Ah, <laughs> oh, congratulations.
2: And then we, uh, we, we recorded an episode downtown, uh, downtown Detroit, Hockey Town Cafe. There's a recording studio on the second floor called Music Town. And uh, one of my former students, Annie, Uh, runs it, and uh, it's run by another radio group. And uh, But they said, yeah, come on in and record. So we recorded, and Pat came down to to Hockey Town because we were just talking about hockey. And we were with uh, uh, Detroit City Distillery. I think it was Detroit City Distillery, yeah. yeah. And uh, so Pat uh, recorded that live there uh, on the spot, kind of threw him on the spot. and Because the thing is, he was in the the 80s and 90s, he was in a band called Beer on the Penguin okay in detroit yeah and uh uh, they they have one of their songs was called whiskey and women i'm like dude you got to come on our podcast and play (laughs) whiskey and women because i loved i I was i was a groupie of uh, the penguins you know and i'm like dude you got to come on the podcast and play this song just you and the acoustic come on do it um, you know he, and he hadn't sung in a while and he came on and he said well, i'm gonna write a theme song for you guys too and we're like oh my god awesome right <laughs> and so he, he did and he did that and he got so into it he blew his voice out for the whiskey and women <laughs> <laughs> well but yes. it went well i loved it he was like oh no it was awful but dude it rocked
4: yeah. No, it, it doesn't uh, hopefully unlike hockey night in canada they'll never change the, the original theme song right pat
1: <laughs> right yeah we'll see
2: So, but Pat, yeah, it's like, it's weird because Matt and I, this is our 100th episode Uh and every week we, Matt and I get together and it's like, you're with us because we kick it off with, you know, the song that you wrote and your voice and you're here. Uh So you're here each and every show, Pat. So uh, we appreciate you doing that
3: for us. It's like being 19 years old again, sitting in the DJ booth, of lipsticks too. (laughs) Listening, uh, watching you two yahoos do what you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did a lot of watching of what we do.
2: <laughs> uh, you don't have a you don't have a guitar nearby, do you?
1: Uh, maybe, maybe that could happen. Uh, Matt did all the work. Me and Jamie worked
2: the room. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it. We would like that's how we would DJ, right? Because we had Bat and I'd been there for like a good, you know, year just abusing. They gave us an open bar tab Which was foolish.
4: They didn't know you very well, they? No. no.
2: And they were like they were like, Well, you know, buy some drinks for the people. You oh. know, as the DJs, you know, we want you interacting with people and people make a request, you know, maybe buy them a cocktail and you know. So and we're like, All right, and then you guys can have cocktails too. And they were nice, we're like how high do you think we'll get the tab tonight? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Maybe to a <laughs> hundred. Drinks. What did, what did
2: Dave? What Pat? What did Dave say to you? Dave. Dave. With the guy was a manager with Dave. There was uh, the manager
1: Dave there who made that agreement with us. Um, <laughs> there was a night where we were really hitting it heavy. We called everybody we knew. Come on up. We'll feed you drinks. You know. And then uh, I don't know if you remember this, but like Brendan Shanahan and um, Sergey Fedorov. We're in the bar, and I went up and bought them a beer. As I was getting a beer, I was like, this is like at 9 o'clock, you know how we played, like, little warm-up music or whatever. And I was like, "Um, hey, hey, you guys are – and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we're just chilling. Don't make a big deal. I'm like, let me buy you guys some beers. They're like, send them over to that table in the corner. So I sent a whole round over there. I don't know what they ordered. We drank like fish all night. And at the end of the night, Dave took me in the office and said – how in the you know? How in the heck do you guys do? You, do you think you could justify a five hundred dollar bar tab? Like, <laughs> what are you, you guys are the DJs? You drink more than we pay you. And I'm like, dude, you said it's an open bar tab, and uh, you know, buy drinks for the people, not all the people.
4: You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Man Cave oh, Happy Hour. But he, but he
2: didn't <laughs> cut us off. He didn't, uh, you know, the next week we still had our open no, tab. We yeah, played, we we played the safe for a couple of weeks. We uh, behaved ourselves a little bit. A little bit. But every once in a while we'd be like, all right, how, how are we going to get it this week? <laughs> we,
1: did, we didn't let Matt drink until he was 21, so he'd sit up there sober. <laughs> and uh, and we would just abuse the heck out of him. Here, here's a stack of CDs. Play these. In this order. Done, we'll be back up. Don't open the mic, you know, and... Eventually, he just started doing whatever he wanted, playing his own mixes, getting on the mic. And the more he did, the less we had to do. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> and we still had the bar tab, so it was great. It so was a like bar his... tab, got paid at the end of the night.
3: But you have to remember, so, you know, JB remembers stuff. So when I'm playing the Sisters of Mercy before Peter like, Murphy, yeah, he would know that. And then I would throw in the Afghan wigs and be like, no, no, no. That's not how I put those CDs in order, all yeah. right? <laughs> Make sure you do it right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got away with some,
0: <laughs>
4: some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it's, yeah. A, it's a great theme song. Uh, seriously, all kidding aside, you, you, it's you,
1: awesome. And I. Oh, thanks. It was a. Uh, I was practicing the other song, the whiskey and women song that I wrote back in the '80s or '90s, and um, I just was messing around. I'm like, they're doing the man cave, you know, the man, the you know, man show happy hour, and I'm like, the man cave happy hour. I'm getting my stuff messed up. Anyway, um, I'm like they don't have a theme song that's kind of dumb like so like in a couple minutes before i jumped in the car to go to downtown i put it together and i go hey i I wrote this if you guys want to listen to it jamie's like listen to it let's just put it right on the air (laughs) all right man
3: okay here we go
1: (laughs) if we if we uh one day we'll re-record it the right way with a with a few more musicians and
3: now, when we're on stage in, in, in a theater, and Jamie and I are sitting on stage, and we're we're, we're doing our podcast for a couple hundred people, oh, yeah, you man. know what? We'll have a full-on fucking band for you, Pat. That's all it. right. That's orchestra.
4: Good. We know some that'd be cool. We know musicians. we
3: know some musicians now, don't we? Yeah,
1: be like uh, Questlove or something.
2: <laughs> exactly. That'd be cool. That'd be holy cool. smokes. So how's that? Out.
1: How's that bottle of Fitzgerald?
2: Oh, it's brilliant. It is. Yeah. Uh, I had to take a break.
1: <laughs> well, I imagine. <laughs>
2: hitting it, hit it hard, hitting hitting it hitting it hard, um, but that brings us to uh, 100 minutes of yeah. the 100 episodes. Oh my goodness! Of the man cave,
3: you know, yes. for those that have stuck with us for the past for the past 99 episodes, and now you're listening to the 100th. Thank you yes. for for sticking with us for for having a good time and and learning with us at the same time. Right. So we appreciate your patronage. We appreciate you subscribing and liking and watching and all that, all that jazz.
2: Yes, for sure. Um, it, it, just, yeah. And all our friends uh, and new friends, uh, old friends. Uh, it, it's just been it's been a, a wonderful journey. And, and, and Matt and I just uh, thanks. Thanks to everybody Pod, and everybody at Podcast Detroit. Uh, Dave, yeah, Dave. Uh, remembering Dave, and then uh, Bob and Randy and everybody at Podcast Detroit that have helped us so much uh, keeping the show on the air. And, uh, yeah.
3: More more to come. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're absolutely. not done, are we? No, not by, not by a long shot. All right. My liver's still alive, so I guess we're
4: all right. Isn't it Frank Sinatra who said the best is yet to come? So <laughs> <laughs> It is.
2: Lots, lots more cigars. Paul's phone died on him. A lot more cigars, a lot more Zim's, uh, more Heichler Castle. And Absolutely. Uh, a lot more bourbon, uh, and and some Canadian whiskey stool. I know you got you jumped on late. Uh, Ganip invited us to his house for Canadian whiskey, um, so you're coming with us.
1: <laughs> when when are we doing that?
2: Uh, do you as want to? As they sw- open the border. Do you want to swim the canal? Or as soon you know as the border opens. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Have you been, Greg? Have you been stateside? Uh, when was the last time you were stateside?
10: I, the last time I was in the states, was, Well, actually, I can tell you the two times: March eighth to see that they might be giants for the thirtieth anniversary tour, and then one week later to go to a bank. A bank. So the, oh the last God. time I was in the states,
2: you, was you didn't March wear a mask, 18, did you? <laughs> twenty twenty. Well, so annoying?
10: No, I know.
4: No,
2: I, I should have.
10: I could have
4: had more money. It's been <laughs> Who over Ever imagined, right? You could go into a bank today with a mask on; oh, right. and they wouldn't arrest you. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> I feel so weird about that. Heading into, yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. I did. I,
10: I paid. My, I paid. I paid my income. T- I paid my income tax today, and it's like, and that's exactly the thing. I walked into the bank, and they're like, "Hey, look at that! You got a mask on. You're good." I'm like, "Why?" Well, yes, I am.
1: <laughs> well, on the plus side, if a guy did come in to rob the bank. Well, Everybody gentlemen, congratulations. Kind of Get in the back of the line, guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Yeah, Thanks, man.
10: You guys, congratulations. Much, I'm proud of all of you. I'm going to be signed because I've got my – I've got three dogs to have to go take for a quick walk.
2: Appreciate right. you, Love buddy. Love you, brother. Love you, boys. See you, Greg. Gentlemen, we'll you all right. Right. 100th episode 100 episode 100, 140 100, minutes we did it 100 down 100 to go <laughs> Jay, i'm glad you i'm glad you made it in here man appreciate it hang around uh for a second because yeah, we're gonna wrap this up and uh um yeah so uh, bruce thanks for being here and, and and supporting us the way you do zims is always uh, a super super fan of the show and we're a super fan of Zim. so well, thank you uh samantha you've been with us uh all, all along the way um you didn't try your bourbon yet, Samantha. I did a little. Oh, you did, right on. How'd you like it? No, Sam's <laughs> like Sam's like a no. She's uh, she's not a she's not she doesn't partake very often. It's all good. So it's usually a, something in the white Claw family when it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, um, Matt. Thank
3: Jamie, you, Jamie. Thank you. One hundred episodes. How, I appreciate you. How's your liver? That's great. Good. Mine, too. Let's keep going.
2: All right. All right. Fair enough. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we'll do it all again next time. Cheers. 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 Thanks, boys. Oh, yeah. Clink, clink. There it is.
1: That's said, Hey.